0: And welcome to the Miss Rolling In podcast. As usual, my name is Jacob Staten and as usual, I'm joined by JJ Armstrong. JJ, as usual, are you okay as usual? As usual, I am. Fantastic. I
1: think I'm okay. Um You're okay. I think I'm okay. It's been a, a, a great uh, and not so great period of time since we last recorded the podcast for Nottingham yes. Forest.
0: Uh, I think I've settled down. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I mean, I think anybody listens to this, and you'll know as well. I'm fairly level-headed when it comes to Forest results, but the blood did get a little bit, a little bit boiling on uh, on Saturday afternoon. But I think before we pick up with the West Ham game, we'll, we'll just uh, really briefly cover off the the, the Man City game because, uh, and this is a, this is a, a very small plug. We did do a vlog for the Man City game, so if anyone's interested in some kind of greater in depth insight. I'm not going to say knowledge or anything like that into the Man City game. You can find that on our, on our YouTube page as well. Just to, Um, just to nip in there. It's
1: youtube.com forward slash miss rolling in pod. For those of you that listen and don't subscribe to our YouTube, please head over and subscribe because we're nearing 700. So please, it would be fantastic of you. Um, Just just search miss rolling in podcast uh, as well. And you'll probably find us. So thanks for that.
0: Uh, yeah, so the Man City game, uh, it was everything I expected apart from the 6-0 scoreline that didn't come our way. Um, I mean, I think it's fair to say Kevin De Bruyne wasn't at his best. I mean, he did actually miss the next game, which was the Tuesday after the, sat- uh, the s- Saturday through illness, which I don't think anybody would find surprising. Um, same with Emerick Laporte as well. Um, but, you know, Erling Haaland missed, well, he hit, hit the crossbar and then put the ball over the bar. Um, Phil Foden fluffed that one-on-one which I, I think he should have shot by the time he got so close to Navas but obviously saw a 3 times European Cup winner in goal and thought oh God and and pooped himself um, the ball across to Holland was terrible great defending by Felipe though great anticipation you know they did all the things Man City do they dominate the ball they're really sharp lots of fluid movements but I just don't think we were really tested um, having watched their goal back which was a stunning strike by Bernardo um, I think the referee probably should have stopped play for a free kick way for an accidental kick in the head of Joe Worrell. I didn't see it at the time, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm replaying, listening to Steve Cooper. That absolutely should have been stopped and brought back for us. Um, uh, Yet yeah, another situation where VAR just doesn't work. Um, but you know, it's, it's no less than they deserved in reality. But then, the further the game went on, uh, staying at only one nil, and the chances they did miss. I- you can't help but have belief. And then kind of, I think as, as our goal was building up a 20 pass move, all 11 players touched the ball. Um, the one, two between Johnson and Morgan Gibbs, White doesn't get spoke about enough, especially that last little pass from, from Johnson around the the, the defender. Um, kind of my jaw was dropping progressively. I, I kind of struggled to celebrate at first because it was like watching the, t- <laughs> the team in blue playing in red, if you know what I mean. Um, and a wonderful, wonderful tap in at the back post. I was a bit worried about offside, but you know, looking on the on the um replays afterwards and matching day and that kind of thing, it wasn't even close. I don't know what VAR we're looking at. But yeah, it was it was just um a really fantastic day, a great atmosphere. Uh, the kind of the ground really kicked up another notch after the equalizer. And um just a just a wonderful performance. And unless you're looking at possession stats, no less than what we deserved, in my opinion. JJ, what what, what do you think? Uh, I, th- I think we played it perfectly. I think uh,
1: my expectations heading into the game was very much keep it under six and we've improved. Just show a little bit of fight and we've improved. And um, I think we did that. We showed great resilience. I think on another day, <laughs> we could be looking at a 4 or 5 nil score scoreline. I know they didn't take chances, but um, a lot of the game City did... They, they were quite fascinating to watch, uh, really. Yeah. It was just... Almost incredible to just see them walking it and playing some lovely stuff. And we had to be defensively smart, and we were. Um, But as you said, the more the game went on, the more you think, hang on a second, something's going to happen here. And once once we scored, the atmosphere within the stadium is, I I think, one of the best I've seen this season. I think uh, it was exciting, it was nervy. And before we scored... I was very much under the impression of if we lose this one nil, what a result this is like, what a great performance to take into sort of the the rest of the season. Look how you played against Man City. You were able to hold them to a one nil. Um, The fact that we got a point out of that even better. And I think that should be the springboard for right now you've beat Liverpool. um, You've drawn against Chelsea um, and you've drawn against Man City at home this season so who is there to fear in the rest of the league now um, yep. nobody is the answer so great springboard um, and I thought it would give us a lot of confidence heading into the West Ham game um, what a day and I think Steve Cooper played it perfectly he played the the subs well um, yep. they came on at the right time he set up well and yeah great day and I'm amazed we've got a point against City so all in all you can't really ask for more
0: yeah absolutely and I think it was a great decision as well to play um, just can't get enough I know it, it wasn't wasn't a win but you know kind of positive atmosphere keep, keep the, the bounce going almost so yeah very, a po- great decision. positive
1: result well. um, I think needs that and I think if you're getting a point against Man City it absolutely needs that and <coughs> the uh, everyone around us was dancing including myself so yeah. yeah I enjoyed that I did enjoy that
0: absolutely um so, yeah, so this takes us into the into the West Ham game, which I was, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, i not going to lie, I don't think I thought we were going to win. Uh, I thought we'd put in a decent performance and maybe, you know, like the Fulham game where we go down and we snatch one back type thing. Um, I was only listening to the game because I did ask me to get my hair cut rather than watch it, which I know you were, JJ. Um, I think, I don't want to say we held on in the first half, but I think we, it was very much, we, we were not on top. It was very much a West Ham on top. Um, And then very much back to the start of the season where we've just capitulated after the first goal goes in. I mean, I I watched the goals back on Match of the Day the next morning. I think the first goal was just a very good pass. Uh, Sound odd, but uh, quite unlucky that Nico Williams was so closely marking his man because if he hadn't stepped back to mark him, he would have been offside. (laughs) You know, it's a, a, a nothing comment really, I suppose. Um, the second goal, very unlucky that it, it comes off Loddy and goes in after the terrible touch from Ings rather than bouncing back out and somebody can claim it. The third goal, yeah, it's just a really wonderful strike from Declan Rice. Again, what more can you do? And then um, the fourth goal was the one that really, really upset me. Just sloppy defending. I can't, I think it's Pablo, Pablo, Pablo Fornells or Pablo Fornells, I don't know which one. He kind of a half-hearted attempt to, to take it round someone. He gets it back. He just it's really sloppy playing in the right back position. He then chips a, a decent-ish ball into towards the, the back post. And kind Mick of Antonio just wanted it more than all our defenders, and that that was the disappointing thing for me. Really, it was just a really, really sloppy, rubbish goal to concede, and just rounded off a really poor twenty minutes in a game that could be crucial towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I I did watch it, um, and for the first seventy minutes whilst we were, you could argue that we were holding on uh, in a game of this magnitude away from home. That's all we really needed to do. Um, we had the formula there to hold on and get at least a point. If not make the right decisions to snatch it at the end and 70th minute onwards was just utterly pathetic. Um, and I know that might sound really harsh and negative, um, but I think it was just completely, it was it was just pathetic. It was soft-bellied, and it was a bit of a hark back to the way we were uh, towards the start of the season. It felt like most of the progress that we had made had been undone, and it's really difficult to say that straight after talking about what we just did at home against yeah. Man City. Um, yeah. Because I think you look at that team that played against Man City, largely the same, but that home form and that team keeps us up. You look at the yeah. performance against West Ham and that team and that performance puts us in danger of going down. So it is wild that that is the same team. It, it does almost feel like two different teams. And I think we, we were nearly there. We had 70 minutes, you know, we were, we were nearly there. And yeah. I think they hit the post or the crossbar or something, I can't remember. But still, we were holding on. And the decision to bring... A Shelby off, I think, was always going to need to happen because I don't think he's yeah. a 90 minute player at the minute, no. um, which is fine. Uh, I just think a like minded, similar player being brought on was the right decision to make. Um, I think bringing on, I believe it was IU and Lingard, I might be wrong in that, yeah. but that just it completely changed it. And I think, unfortunately, you know, there was a pause because of the keeper being injured. Um, which I just think we switched off from then on. I felt like we were starting to get a bit of momentum in the game and the keeper being injured and the changes just didn't help us and I capitulated. Um, that's the only way to put it and it is pathetic. Uh, Chris Wood, to me, it, this is why it's difficult to say because in this game, I don't think he's a starter and I would point to Chris Wood and say he's not good enough. The Chris Wood that came on against Man City... I would say he's done enough to maybe warrant a start with his cameo there. So yeah. That's why it's difficult to balance because it does feel like two completely different teams. Yeah. Um, so I think all in all, a lot of lessons will be learnt from that and Steve Cooper will certainly not be happy. And I think, and I hope he's not happy with himself because I think he made the wrong call there. But equally, you know, it is on the players to stay focused and not just yeah. fall under when he does try and go for a game. So, away form needs to be addressed however whilst that sounds completely negative everything I've just said and I've used words like pathetic um this is why I think I've settled down a little bit because I was on my walk yesterday and I was thinking if someone came up to me two weeks ago and said all right mate um you've got Man City and West Ham coming up would you take one point from those two games I'd have gone absolutely um I take it the points coming against West Ham because I don't think we're getting anything from City because that was a free hit. So in reality, when you think about it, whilst watching it was frustrating and it wasn't good enough, it hasn't set us back as much as I think maybe it felt like on the Saturday because of the point that we got against City. So that's why I've settled down a bit because I think it's not all negative. Um, We were luckily digged out by the, the performance we did the week before.
0: Yeah, but all think, in all, it's
1: just it was pathetic, yeah. is the only word I can use to describe it.
0: Absolutely, I, mean, I think it probably says more about how far we've come rather than that singular performance, doesn't it? Like, you know, we are better than that as opposed to crikey O'Reilly, this keeps happening. because uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the away form was starting to tighten up. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was frustrating, really, really frustrating, especially because we get so far into the game at 0 0. Um, I know listening to the Steve Cooper's post match, he was saying about, you know, just that desire to stay, to want to stay in the game. And then Colin Frey was saying, you know, we've scored three away goals all season. So, you, you know, whatever happens, you've got to be tight at the defensive end because for whatever reason, the goals aren't happening at the attacking end. So there's, there's a few things happening to it, but I think it, it, it puts a lot of unwanted pressure into the, to the Everton game on Sunday. Um, which is again it's probably gone up another notch hasn't it especially after they lost to Villa um, at the weekend I think they've got Everton this week midweek haven't they Um, so they've got Arsenal again haven't they tonight yeah as we record this
1: podcast um, it's Wednesday Wednesday. so Everton are playing Arsenal tonight which is probably quite good for us Uh, quite a difficult game unless um, they get a result in which case it makes Saturday even worse
0: Sunday. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wildly interesting game, I think, given the so the way that we you know it's well documented how Sean Dyche likes to not play football. Um but yeah, it's and the way that Steve Cooper will want to play football in that game, knowing that we're probably gonna have a bit more of the ball. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting game to watch, uh for sure. Um I, I'm still confident we'll get a win. The home form is what the home form is, isn't it? You know, we 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 grind these games out, we we get something. Um, obviously just with the added pressure that a a winning this game isn't three points it's six points in reality isn't it um, but I'd still rather be where we are right now which is 13th and is it three points clear of relegation four three or four is it one? Four. Four. Four, four points yeah because oh yeah Bournemouth lost didn't they um, I'd still rather be exactly where we are in 13th four points clear of relegation than where West Ham are
1: uh, yeah I mean That's true. I think we have made life difficult for ourselves. We've made Sunday must win. I know every game in the Premier League typically is must win, um, but the narrative itself for this Sunday with who we're playing and uh, everything makes it a bit more difficult. Sean Dyche uh, and Mr. Wone have had the pleasure of Studying Forest for the entire season, as they've, I think they've been to every Forest home game as Forest fans. So they'll be, they'll Forest will probably be the team they're most familiar with within the Premier League of how they're set up and particularly how they're set up at home. Um, So I don't think it's going to be a great game because of that, and I think they're going to set up to frustrate us and to sort of try and nullify anything that makes Forest strong at home, um, which for many reasons is getting the crowd on side and once you start to frustrate the, the fans, you can sort of feel it within the ground. So I think it's going to be more nervy as well because of the impact that the result might have. So I, I think it's going to be a, a really painful game to watch. I, I will take a point. Um, however, we really need to be aiming to take all three here. Yeah, And I think we get all three and Everything at West Ham's forgotten when you look at. We've got four points out of City, West Ham, and Everton. And uh, yeah, we lose, we lose this game, and we're straight back into the deep end in trouble. And we're gonna, we're gonna have to pick up some results away, be that draws yeah. or not. Um, we've still got some very, very difficult fixtures upcoming. We're, we're not out of the woods, and I, and I know some of the relegation contenders have really difficult run-ins. I think Everton and Bournemouth in particular are really difficult but it's must win so we don't get dragged back down to that and I know even if we do win that doesn't mean we're not part of that whole battle um, the momentum but it? we can look at its mindset isn't it you can look at upwards rather than downwards um yeah. so yeah it's going to be an awful game uh, I still think we'll win uh, yeah. I hope I'm really hoping for a 2-0, I'd like to see us score a goal uh, or two just to just to <laughs> prove that we can score uh, yes. more than one. Um, and I do hope that if the worst happens and we go down, our heads don't fall off. Um, yeah. It doesn't seem to happen at home so far in the last few games, look at City, of course, but after what's happening against West Ham, you know, I really hope that doesn't happen. And after what happened against Leicester, we came back stronger. So fingers crossed that that's your team talk and that's all the incentive you need, you need to push on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you're going 2-0. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 3-1. I want to see some goals, uh, I think. Uh, maybe kind of, maybe go one or two up, get pegged back and then and then round it off nicely with a counter-attacking goal maybe towards the end. But yeah. So... If you're uh, listening for the first time, thank you very much for joining us and finding us. Uh, And if you've come back again and again and again, we love you. You're it.